This podcast is for parents like you, navigating the world of neurodiversity with love and compassion. I'm a neurodivergent mother of three amazing neurodivergent children and a board-certified music therapist. Our mission is to create a supportive space where you feel understood, connected, and inspired. With practical tips, strategies, and resources, we'll help you and your child thrive in your unique way. Join us as we dive deep into the diverse world of neurodivergent individuals, exploring topics like ADHD, autism, dyslexia, sensory processing challenges, and more. We'll cover it all to empower, educate, and uplift both neurodivergent individuals and those who walk alongside them. Together, we'll create a world where every brain is valued and celebrated. We're excited to embark on this enlightening journey with you. We are your hosts, Samantha Foote and Lauren Ross, and this is the Every Brain is Different podcast. Welcome to the Every Brain is Different show. We have Cindy Radovich with us here today. And Cindy, we are so happy you're here. Thank you for coming on the show. I'm happy to be here. So can you please tell us how you're involved in the neurodivergent community? I am the founder of Sweet Zola's Candy Shop in Boise. And we are a candy shop that is employed that is exclusively employs individuals with developmental disabilities. Uh, we have 26, currently 26 employees and multiple other volunteers. We have been in business for four and a half years, and we have employed over 50 people. Uh, the goal of Sweet Zola's is that those employees come in and they train at Sweet Zola's, and then we help them find other jobs or careers out in the community. What else do you need to know about us? <laughs> uh, no, that's great. So okay. what is your journey? What was your journey to starting Sweet Zillow? Like, why did you start it? And sure. how can it really help people? Like, what are the things that people that you employ can really get out of working there? Um, well, so the journey, I am a behavioral therapist in Boise and or the Treasure Valley, really. And I've been doing that for, I think, 17 years now. Yeah. And, um, I, I had been working with this young man. I've been working with multiple clients, but back in those days you had more hours and I had been working with two clients at that time, but the one in particular, Ben, that I had been working with, and I do have permission to use his name, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but the one guy, Ben, that I had worked with, I was working with him Monday through Friday from nine to two for over 10 years at that point. And I've known him even longer now. But he had gotten his first job and I won't say where, but he had gotten his first job and his dream was to become a bartender because I was a bartender through college and he was kind of my little mini me. And um, so he got his first job as a busboy, perfectly capable. He's one of those Asperger's kiddos, which I know is no longer a diagnosis, but that's still what he calls himself. And that's what I still call him, a little Aspie guy. Um, his appearance is he's kind of one of those invisible diagnoses where you look at him he appears to be very neurotypical um but on the inside he still needs quite a bit of support when it comes to like emotional regulation and and other things um so he was hired at this brewery and he he was he started off doing really well but toward this 2 week mark he ended up having a meltdown in the kitchen And the supervisors just didn't understand his needs. His parents tried to advocate for him and talk about, you know, he's got autism and this is what he really, this is what happened. This is what needed to happen. Um, But it was just something that 
that they just weren't equipped to to deal with, I guess. And so I had gone in and saw him and I took all my girlfriends in and we were super excited about it. And I was like this beaming mother hen, you know, like I was just so excited about it. He was so excited when he got the job and he lasted two weeks. And when I saw that and I had seen all these other places popping up around the world, around the country, like Biddy and Bo's and Independent Grounds Coffee in Georgia and all these other places that were hiring people with developmental disabilities, I was just thinking there's got to be something in Idaho. And I'm crazy enough to just do that. And so um, I didn't have any money and I didn't know how I was going to come up with the money. So I just I literally immediately started fundraising. We did yard sales. We did a scavenger hunt in downtown Boise. And I had flown to Georgia to meet with the owners of Biddy and Bows and Independent Grounds. And I didn't get to meet with the owners of Biddy and Bows, but I did get to meet with Lorne of Independent Grounds, and we were going to do a coffee shop. And after meeting with her, I realized I don't have enough money, and I'm not going to be able to come up with enough money. And just a lot of things fell into place where we ended up subleasing a space in Potter's Tea House. Long story short, we're now a candy shop and we went from having eight employees in Meridian to now 26 employees in our own space in Boise. And, um, and now I need you to pick, you need to tell me what that last part of the question was. Cause I just went on and on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. That's great. Um, I just wanted to know what can people expect from working with you? Like what skills are they going to gain? Sure. Um, well, so the skills that they gain are obviously like the basics, like the customer service, cash register, stocking, cleaning. Um, I think the most important thing that my employees are getting from this is a sense of belonging and community and self-worth and pride. I mean, if you walk through the doors of Sweet Zola's, um, you can't leave there unhappy. We've had like one bad review because we have a limited supply of candy sometimes because we're a small nonprofit and we can only do what we can do with the limited amount of money that we have. But um, but when you're a customer and you come in and you see those smiling faces, like my employees are happy and they're just so grateful to have a place that they can belong. And and it's just it's just pure joy and happiness. Like I never leave there unhappy. I'm not stressed out there like they're not stressed out. It's just, it's just a lovely environment. Um, and those skills that they're learning, like a lot of my employees, like I can't think of any that have left that didn't move on to further employment that they're still at and enjoying. Well, that's awesome. That's yeah. so good to hear. So yeah. how do you help them get into the next step in their career? So my, what I offer to my employees is once they come there and they're working at Sweet Zola's, if they're wanting to go on to another job, I will help them with interviews, with resumes, with applications. I offer the future employers, no one's ever taken me up on it, but I will offer to help them figure out like what, um, what that particular employee's needs might be or what support they might need that would help that, that new employer with that employee. Yeah, that's great. No one's ever taken me up on it. Well, they should. <laughs> I know. Um, what industries do people generally go into for their future careers? Like you don't so, tell the exact stores, but yeah. 
Can I not? No, you can do whatever. I'm just saying okay. you don't have to. So, Reed's Dairy. I think we should. Like We we'll should, yeah. Places. Shout out to the so, people who employ yeah. neurodivergent people. Right. Yeah. So, Reed's Dairy has one of my employees. Albertsons has several. YMCA has several. Um, Best Buy has one. And that one's a really important one. I can't say who. <laughs> but Best Buy took one of my very favorites. Um, Home Depot has a really good one. Nice. Um, and then I'm trying to think of other places. I can't think of any others, but like pretty really good places. It's not like, you know, I can't think of a bad job. Everything's a good job, but. But like really good places and and some of those are full-time positions that they're working in. Yeah. It's and great things because Sweet Zola's, we can't offer at this time, we can't offer full-time positions. Yeah. Because we're just a training site, but we're working on, we're hoping to open another location, hopefully, Ooh. hopefully in the near future. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you brought up a really good point and we didn't talk about this before, but I wanted to talk about it. Um, people who are neurodivergent just want to feel a sense of belonging. They just want to do and be like what everyone else is doing. So can you elaborate on that a little bit? Well, I mean, so our sign out front says disability does not mean inability. Um, a lot of the times people look at people with disabilities, like little children. Um, and I know like a lot of the times developmental age. So like someone who has a developmental disability that is 26 could very well be the developmental age of someone that is 13 or younger, but that, but to me, that doesn't mean that they can't do the same thing that someone else can. So with my employees, when they come into the shop, I still have the same expectations of them that I would of anyone without a disability. So let's say I have an employee named Amy and she is fantastic. She is sunshine in a bottle. Amy loves to come in and give everyone hugs. And if I could, I mean, anyone else I feel like would be like, Amy, just hug everyone all day long because you're the cutest and sweetest thing in the entire world. She really is. But Amy, I still have the same expectations. We have a list of jobs that we have to do and it wouldn't, it, I wouldn't be doing Amy any favors if I was just like, yeah, Amy, just go around and hug people all day because that doesn't teach her. Like if she wants to go on to another job, other employers are not going to let her do that. And so I, I give my employees the same expectations because they are human beings, just like every other human being. Um, and that like, it sounds tough or whatever. I don't know, like if that sounds bad, but it's the truth. Like I want my employees to know that they're equal. They're, they're, typical they're everything they're everything that every other person is we're all equals everyone's equal I have a disability they have a disability like we are all 100% capable of the exact same thing and they yeah. go out of there knowing that I love that yeah. and what would you say to people who maybe I don't know some people I run into they're like I don't know how to interact with people with disabilities I'm like you just treat them like a person you know yeah. like they're just people they just happen to have like this is just one of the things that they have like you have things and they have things um yeah. but what would you say to people who might be like what do I do you know 
That sounds you want to know something that I've always, that's always been one of my biggest pet peeves. This is just me. Um, don't talk down to them. Mm-hmm. I feel like so many people talk to people with disabilities like they're babies. Um, talk to them like they're humans. Yeah, they're people. They're just normal people. Like, I hate that word normal, too. I didn't mean to say that, but they are. They're just typical human beings. Like, Jeff, my my employee Jeff has Down syndrome. Jeff is as intelligent as I am and as intelligent as you are, like as intelligent as anyone else. And people talk to him like he's a baby because he has Down syndrome. But if you come in and you have a conversation with Jeff, you're going to see that Jeff is just a typical dude. Like, I say just... If you would like, we're going to actually be starting a YouTube series that kind of displays that, that kind of shows you that people with disabilities are just like everyone else. So you get to see their personalities. I love that. That would be so great. I know. Um, Yeah. That was kind of a tangent that we went off on, but I I just think it's really important to remember that people with disabilities just want to belong. They want to be a part of society. They want to do all the things Mm -hmm. and just... Just remember that. Like, it's fine. It's the same. Yeah. We're yeah. all beautiful people. Yeah. And it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I love it. So in the mini episode that you did with us, we talked a little bit about how we can support people who want to get jobs outside of your facility. Um, what do you recommend for maybe parents or caregivers who are trying to help their child um, get a job somewhere else? So... We hear the word no a lot. So parents and individuals with developmental disabilities hear the word no a lot, um, more often than not. And so what I say to that is push for it. Um, Advocate for your children. Teach your kids to advocate for themselves. Um, Starting at a very young age, teach your kids to order for themselves at restaurants, to pay for things at stores. If they don't like something that someone is doing, teach them to tell someone, I mean, politely, but teach someone like, no, that's not something that I enjoy, or that's not something that makes me comfortable, Um, kindly, obviously. But really, uh, you're not going to, especially for someone with a disability, it's going to be a lot harder to get a job. So when they're interviewing, teach them, yes, I have a disability, but that doesn't mean that I can't do this, 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 and this. Like I see that you can tell that I have a disability or sometimes it's an invisible disability or whatever, but yes, I have cerebral palsy, but this is what I'm really good at. Like teach them their strengths and teach them what they're really good at so that they can advocate for themselves. Yeah, definitely like lean on the strengths. I know someone that um, he has autism Mm -hmm. And he gave his employer a list of accommodations and said, I would appreciate these accommodations. This is what I need to be successful. I can do a great job, but I need these things to happen to be successful. And then they just had a conversation about it. And if the employer wasn't willing to give him those accommodations, they would talk about why. They would talk about other things that they could do and just come to an agreement so that he could be successful and the company could also be successful. I love that. Yeah. So... Just, I think it's important to go into interviews and know, just focus on your strengths. And then when you're hired or even talk about an interview, just talk about accommodations that the employer can do to help everyone be successful. Yeah. Because 
employees like they want to do a good job, you know. So right. So yeah. And there's a shortage of workers, but there's so many like we have a wait list that's so long. And there's so many really good workers out there who could be working and people are just afraid of those accommodations, I think. But it's not as difficult as it seems. I have ADHD, so I relate to my clients with ADHD, you know, and I'm just like, well, this I have those same experiences as you. And I think the clients just um, appreciate that more than just being told, like, do this, do this, do this. And you have no idea what I'm going through. Exactly. I totally agree. Yeah, I just keep going on tangents with you, but I love it. Well, it's, it's fun. It's more interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, do you have any success stories that you want to talk about? I know you have a ton of success stories, but are there a few that you want to talk about? Yeah. So I have one in particular, actually. Um, one of my employees, Cody, who had started in our Meridian office. So Cody was actually the first person. Well. Ben was the first person that I hired because he's the reason I opened the candy shop. Um, But Cody was the first walk-in person that I hired. So I was sitting out in our at Potter's Tea House when we were out there and I was taking interviews and Cody walked in with his CSW and he he walked in and he said, I'm going to be your sign guy. And I said, well, okay, I don't know if I'm hiring a sign guy yet, but let's talk. Why don't you sit down? And he brought in his resume and And Cody was, Cody is a behavioral guy, very behavioral guy. And he, he was like, I only want to do the sign. I don't want to do anything else. I'm only going to do the sign and that's it. And I said, okay, you're hired. (laughs) Because he was just, he's one of my guys. I like working with the kind of tougher people. Um, So I was like, okay, you're hired. You can come and you can work this sign for us. And so he, I hired him for three days a week at that point out in the Meridian shop. And first day, he made it about five minutes, and he hated the sign. Hated it. And I said, well, Cody, that's what I hired you to do, and that's what you're going to do. Yeah. Well, so I made him do the sign because that's what I hired him to do, and I'm I'm a behavioral therapist, and that's who I am. And so... And he did it, and I I wasn't going to make him do it forever, but I did make him do it for a little while. And it was, it was, the weather was fine at that point. Um, and so he, he was really upset and just kind of, like, we went back and forth for a long time. Like, there were instances where there was swearing and kicking and screaming and lots of stuff, lots of stuff. And so we finally worked out a deal where he would do the sign part of the time, and then he would come in and work part of the time, and we got to the point but regardless, like those two years that we were open, Cody was a tough case, like a very tough case. But I still loved him. And we would go for walks outside and kind of work through our issues. And um, and now Cody works in our Boise office still um, or our Boise shop. Yeah. Cody is half stick. Cody is happy. He's. He's on the cash register all the time. He, I don't, I didn't hire him as a sign guy here. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's on the cash register. He's friendly. He's happy. He gets along really well with his coworkers. Like he is the prime example of sweet Zola's. Like he's probably not going to be moving on anywhere else now or maybe too soon in the future um, because we have a lot to work on, but he is just wonderful. Like he's been, he's been one of my best success stories. That's awesome. I yeah. love it. 
Okay, I want to hear one more and then we'll move on. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Okay, Caitlin. So Caitlin started off in my Meridian shop and Caitlin is this just sweet young lady and um, she wanted to work as a barista and she had first found out about us when we were doing the growing perk when it was going to be a coffee shop. And I had met with her and her mom and she was super excited because she always wanted to work at Starbucks and be a barista. And that's still her dream. And so I was like, well, I'm sorry, but it's going to be a candy shop now. Are you still interested? And she was very interested. And so she came and worked at the candy shop and she was with us for two and a half years. And, um, and then when it was time for Caitlin, she only, she got like, I think she got six hours a week with us. Maybe it's anywhere from like six to eight hours a week. And when it came time for Caitlin to get another job, she wanted to work closer to home because she lives out in Eagle and we were in Boise at that point. So it was a bit of a drive. Um, and she went and applied for her own job at Reed's Dairy in Eagle. And she is thriving and loving it. That's awesome. She's she's so cute. She's going to BSU. Like she's fantastic. And Caitlin got me other employees to work at Sweet Zola's and her family. She did a fundraiser for us in our shop. And she's just, she's just wonderful. That's awesome. I'm just, yeah. I love hearing these stories. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's um, so many. They're all so wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if people like that don't live in the Boise area wanted to do something like this, if they want to get involved with maybe a different shop, like the one in Georgia that you're talking about, where should they look or what should they do? Well, if you guys live in Kennesaw, Georgia, Independent Grounds is for sale right now. Oh, well. <laughs> um, honestly, it's not an easy road. It's we're at four and a half years now and um, we're still not breaking even. Mm -hmm. So it's really it's not an easy road. You've got to have money starting off like I was kind of crazy and I jumped. I don't regret it at all. Um, I jumped without money, and so we're going to be paying for this probably forever. But I, like I said, I don't regret it. Um, I would say it's hard to say. It's yeah. really hard to say. Um, I don't really have any good advice just because I'm not a business person. I'm just a crazy person who <laughs> really loves people. Um, I would say probably do more research than I did and have a lot of money before you started up. Okay. <laughs> and then if there is participants that want our employees, um, that don't live in the Boise area, how could they find opportunities like this? Are there more around the country or oh, yeah. like, where should they look? They're popping up all over the place. I would just, um, I would imagine that there's probably one in every state. I don't know that for a fact, but I would just Google employment for individuals with developmental disabilities or disabilities in general, but I'm seeing them all over the place. There's even warehouse jobs like John Socks and what is it? Pineapple 21, I believe mm -hmm. is the name um, or 21 pineapples. I don't remember, but um, there's even like warehouse jobs for people. We're kind of trying to build ours up a little bit bigger so we can create more employment which don't let me forget, we have subscription boxes on our website, guys. Oh, yeah, so we can talk about that. Out. Yeah. Um, but I I feel like that's what we're trying to do is create more. We're I No one's competition for us. Mm -hmm. uh, we want everyone doing this. 
there's Belong Co. in Boise now. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, and they're fantastic. They're starting a coffee cart and they do social activities for individuals with developmental disabilities as well. Um, we're just hoping. And Toby's Place up in McCall is fantastic. They're creating independent living and they have a thrift store. And we just want more places like this. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. Where can people find you and what do you offer like to the public? <laughs> I was hoping you'd ask that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Sweet Zolas, and we are at www.sweetzolascandy.com. And like I just mentioned, one of our biggest drives right now is getting people to subscribe to our candy boxes. Um, so it's $25 a month, and you can get a subscription candy box. And each month, it's kind of a surprise what you get in your box. But we do load them up. My employees make those boxes every month and it gives them something to do because we don't get a lot of walk-in traffic every month or every day. Um, so it gives my employees something to do. We're also making flower bouquets if you're local and we have those bouquets and that's it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I love it. Well, last question. Uh, what do you do for fun? Oh my gosh. <laughs> You think I have fun? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I have fun working. I mean, I work yeah. constantly, but Zola, my daughter and I, we we like to go paddleboarding and camping and we like to just go on adventures. We have a Jeep now. And Ooh. so just this past Sunday, we went off-roading, um, but we were both like screaming the whole time. But we just like to be outdoors. But yeah. fun downtime for me is pretty infrequent. <laughs> yeah, I I understand. Yeah, totally. I'm sure. Um, yeah, well, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it was fun. And everyone should go support Sweet Zolos. And Sam. Yes, <laughs> and listen to the show. And listen to the show. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope the discussion on neurodiversity has provided you with support, understanding, and inspiration. If you found our podcast valuable, please share it with others who may benefit from our insights and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Hit the follow button and let's keep exploring the fascinating world of neurodiversity. Click the link in our show notes to visit our website for a free download of three tips for a stronger relationship with your child.